KTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millarn. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. I hope you're having a great morning. Enjoying the uh, the nice weather anyway, such as it is, before the rain. <laughs> Hopefully you can get all your uh, outdoor activities done before uh, the uh, the rain shows up here. But, yeah, it doesn't, I mean, not seeing really much of anything on the radar right now, but Boy, it sure feels like it's going to do something, doesn't it? Man. Oh, well. We uh, we don't need it, though, that's for sure. Got plenty. Uh, we have had plenty already, thank you very much. We've, uh, and especially down to the south, I was, uh, I spent most of the week in the, uh, in Dubuque and had a couple of flash flood wa- warnings there and certainly on the uh, drive down from, Lacrosse, you can certainly tell that there is, there was and is <laughs> a lot of water out there. Um, boy, a lot of the streams got blown out, and there's still a few, uh, some rivers and some backwater areas there that uh, that I saw that were not in the best looking of shape. So it was, uh, if you were hoping to go down that way to do a little fishing, eh, might be a little challenging. I'd maybe wander up a little uh, on the north side. Actually, I've got a, a few places that uh, uh, wouldn't be bad to go this weekend, I think. Um, should be pretty pretty decent here, so we might as well, actually, might as well just, uh, uh, i got to do a couple of things here first. First of all, i got to let you know the WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson and tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted and... Uh, I want to let you know that the condition report is being brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, and the hotspot report is brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. And uh, we'll start off with the uh, with the conditions report here this morning, which uh, eh, unfortunately we uh, boy it was nice while it lasted anyway when you had that six feet of water. Yeah, it's not going away anytime soon. We've got uh, we've got plenty of water here, and uh, it's sitting at about right around nine feet right now uh, and looks pretty steady across the board. At least it's come down a, a little bit from last week anyhow when we uh, last got together, but uh, um, it doesn't look like it's it's going anywhere anytime soon, um, unfortunately. But, yeah, uh, and, you know, along with that, um, yeah, the flow is uh, is back up here looking at, uh, let's see, Trempolo's about 68. Uh, 71 up at uh, Dresback, 78, 79 in Genoa, and uh, it just keeps getting higher and higher the further south you go. So, but yeah, I mean, I you know I drove past Linksville and, and Gutenberg or Guttenberg, however you want to pronounce it. Um, but yeah, they you know a lot of big flows down there, and they call Mississippi the Big Muddy. Yeah, there's a reason for that. It <laughs> it it looks pretty muddy. Um, just think chocolate milk spread across a river. That's about what it looks like down, uh, further down South here. But, um, and, and in terms of the, the water temperature, um, actually I was kind of surprised. I thought maybe it was going to, uh, um, uh, drop a little bit here, but it's still sitting right around, uh, 
uh, right around that 70 degree mark, which uh, might be a degree or two in some of the back, you know, a degree, a degree or two lower in some of the backwater areas. But uh, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, um, just uh, it's it's still holding in there. I'm sure at some point here we're going to get some cool evenings and it'll start to drop. But uh, right now it's uh, it's still sitting pretty, uh, like I said, a little higher than I, I thought it would. But especially with all the uh, the flow and everything. But although if it you know gets muddy, it's not going you know it absorbs that sun and stays a little warmer. So. Uh, that is uh, a quick look at the uh, at the conditions here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. Again, brought to you by uh, Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. And also, uh, shifting gears as far as uh, places to go. Um, boy, uh, it's, uh, I don't know if I would, I guess I would recommend right now, if, if I'm going someplace, um, I'm going to check out some of these backwater areas here. Um it looks like right now, anyway, if if you're looking for some, uh, well, depends on what you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for some nice bluegills, um, Three Lakes area up in Trempolo, catching some nice size and some larger size bluegills up there. Uh, so if you're looking for a, a good meal, then uh, definitely that is the uh, that is the place to, uh, to check out. And, I mean, really, you don't need a whole lot there, just, uh, just some night crawlers and... Uh, the rest of the year, and away you go. And it seems like this is the time of year too, where uh, you know if if you can get on them, and it, boy, nothing like catching some nice sized uh, bluegill uh, to uh, to make a meal or two out of that. Boy, that's uh, that does sound kind of good. Uh, you know, but that's not the only thing, of course. Uh, we've got. Uh, it sounds like the perch bites. Maybe picking up a little bit as well, um, but that you know, like I said, the Three Lakes area that would be the hot spot place, you know, for panfish anyway. Um, but I think some of the backwater areas, uh, you know, like down by uh, Goose Island area in there, uh, some of the backwater areas up, you know, in uh, uh, say between here and, and Trempolo, uh, some of those backwater areas. Those are going to be holding the bass bite is doing pretty well, um, you know, smallmouth and largemouth. So you know, you find some of those those weedy areas. Uh, I think you can do uh, pretty, you know, and the water temperature is still pretty decent. So uh, I, I think the bass bite will uh, will be doing pretty well. Uh, just as far as uh, like the main channel, uh, walleyes and things like that, it's uh, it's been pretty quiet. Um, a lot of weeds out there. Uh, it just—I I think with this high water, it's just—it's starting to wash a lot of things. You know, it, it again, one of these things. It's you know that time of year um, where we uh, get those weeds getting washed into the 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 river, and you know, uh, talking to the folks up at Fat Cat this morning here, and said, you know, guys out on the main channel jigging, you know, for walleyes and. Can't hardly have the thing down there any length of time before it's all covered in, in weeds. So that makes it a little makes it a little challenging. So yeah, you know that's that's one thing in some of the backwater areas where you can uh, where you don't have to worry about um, that current bringing all that junk into the river. Um, that's uh, that's probably one of your your better bets. But uh, uh, the other thing too is the. Uh, uh, if you're looking for the uh, the northerns, uh, they're starting to pick up as well. Uh, getting some decent sized ones there too. Um, you know, I mean, it is after all, we're getting into like the last third of September here. So I mean, it's it's you know, they're starting to feel it as well. Even though it, you know, as we all know, it's it's been kind of one of those strange years where things are <laughs> definitely not normal when it comes to. Uh, uh, fishing and things like that, but you know, calendar-wise, it's uh, you know, like I said, we're in the last third of September, and you know, they're going to start putting the feed bag on to get ready for winter here. So uh, that pike bite is uh, is starting to pick up again. You know, you're looking for weed lines, places, you know, ambush points, things like that, where they can just you know, zip in and and 
grab a school of minnows and chow down and go from there. Uh, the catfish bite, if you're looking to get out and do some catfishing here yet, um, again, I think the water temperature is uh, a little bit of a factor. Um, still got a few degrees before it, it really starts to get going, but it's it's still pretty decent. That's, that's helpful anyway. Um, guys, you know, catching some nice size flatheads out there. Um, folks up at Fat Cat, it's like 51, a 37, a couple of, 30, you know, 30 plus ones. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that'll give you a good tussle. There isn't much else out there that, uh, is going to be that size that, uh, um, you're going to be able to haul in. And so that's, uh, that sounds like a lot, and again, it's a you know the night bite, but uh, uh, and you know, and I mean, some of the last few nights anyway has been uh, have been on the warm side, uh, so hasn't been bad to be out there at the at all. So again, you're just going to have to you know uh, contend with the. Uh, I would imagine even with the catfish bite, you're going to contend with a lot of weeds and things like that. But uh, um, the other thing too is is that. Uh, a lot of people are listening to this, and and you know, a lot of folks out there fishing. It's you know, other than the rain, of course, that we might have to deal with. Uh, it it isn't bad out there. You know, it's uh, nice to be out there, and you know, you get the fall fishing going and everything. So you know, on the whole, it's uh, it's it's pretty good. So get on out there and enjoy it. So again, that's uh, the conditions report here this morning, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, and also the uh, the Hotspot Report. Brought to you by the great folks over at Powerhouse Marine in Lacrosse here. So stop on in and, and see them both and get the boat ready to go. And then over at Powerhouse and they'll get you taken care of. And then uh, swing on into Roscoe's and go see Don. He'll get you taken care of here as far as uh, where to head out to on the uh, in the Toma area, whether it's the bogs or the Lake Toma or one of the trout streams. Yeah. All sorts of good stuff. Speaking of uh, of, uh, of trout streams, uh, coming up in just a, a few minutes here on WKTY Outdoors, uh, I'm going to get uh, Matt Wagner from the Driftless Angler in here, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about late-season trout fishing and uh, certainly about the <laughs> all the weather that has uh, uh, just uh, done a number on a lot of streams. But I don't, you know what, I... I I don't know if it's going to be as as bad as you might think on some of these uh, on some of these streams. They recover pretty quick, which is uh, one of the things I want to talk to Matt about is uh, is what he sees out there in terms of uh, um, you know these you, know, you think of these high rain these big rains and you know you get all this water and it, it just but and how quickly uh, how quickly things come back. So we'll talk a, a little bit about that uh, among other things. Uh, I'm going to take a break here now and then uh, be back with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Ooh, summer is flying by, and before you know it, you'll need to get ready for fall and winter. Check the gutters, clean up your tools, mulch the leaves, store your lawn furniture, feed your lawn the right fertilizer. And if you're not sure where to start or what you need, stop by and visit the folks at Ace of Lacrosse. They have just the right things for your home and yard. Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road and at aceoflacrosse.com. Buy it online and pick it up in the store. So, with all that said, let's enjoy these last fleeting days of summer. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Good morning, problem solver. Here's your mission for today. You're going to meet some up-and-coming businesses, somebody just like you who lives here and is trying to make things happen. And here's the thing. This business is looking at all the advertising stuff out there and going, what the, how the, where am I supposed to? And you're going to smile and say, we got you. See, there's a bunch of ways people can advertise. But the problem solver, that's you. 
knows marketing and strategy and ideas, the stuff that is the glue that holds it all together, a golden thread that's bigger than Insta, Radio, Face, Google, Gram Chat stuff. If you're the problem solver who can come up with barn-buckling business strategies, do we have a job for you? A building with tools to market online, great big radio stations, video editing, SEO. Oh, this is an idea person's dream. We'll even train you. This is Midwest Family Lacrosse, and you need to come work with us before someone else finds out how cool this job is. Email Teresa at Teresa T at MWFbroadcasting.com. Midwest Family Lacrosse is an equal opportunity employer. All families have the same basic needs. We need clean water, clean air, healthy food, and safe places to live, work, and play. Lacrosse County Health Department provides vaccinations, water testing, car seat safety, radon testing, and many more services that help you live your best life. And we do it with compassion and understanding. Call us at 608-785-9872. The nationally accredited Lacrosse County Health Department. We're here for you. WKTY 967 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me on the, the show this morning here. And WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cdrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And uh, taking a quick look here uh, at the uh, sports calendar before we uh, hop back into things here. Uh, the uh, got a little football here today is uh, UWL uh, gets underway at 1.50 this afternoon. They take on Dickinson State. Uh, they are on the road today, so... Uh, we'll have all the action for you again at one fifty this afternoon on WKTY. And then uh, following the game <clears throat> at uh, 5.35, the, uh, the Brewers are back in action against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates down at Miller Park. And uh, see if the, uh, the crew can continue their, uh, man, what was it, 10-1 last night? Ooh, man. See if they can uh, continue to... Keep their winning ways going here. And then uh, <clears throat> for you auto racing fans on our sister station, WIZM 1410 AM, uh, we've got the Federated Auto Parts 400 uh, from the Motor Racing Network, folks. That'll be starting at 5.30. Again, that's on our sister station, uh, WIZM. And then, uh, of course, tomorrow starting at 10 o'clock, we've got a uh, pregame show getting underway for the uh, Broncos uh, coming to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, kickoff scheduled for about 12 noon. And uh, don't forget, Brewer fans, we got you covered. Uh, we've got the uh, Pirates-Brewers game, uh, again, on our sister station, uh, WIZM, 1410 AM. Uh, that'll be starting with the uh, pregame show at uh, 1235, again, on WIZM. And then uh, for the night game here, uh, we've got uh, the Rams at Browns. So plenty of football for you here today, or I should uh, today, I guess, yeah, with the UWL and Plenty of action tomorrow with the uh, Broncos and Packers. So, great pregame, good game, lots of postgame. We'll uh, we'll get your fix for you. So, and then uh, for you uh, Bears fans, uh, we've got the uh, on Monday night they're uh, uh, taking on the Redskins, and then uh, we've got that game for you starting at six thirty, and that's uh, Monday evening, a little Monday night football. So, uh, hey, trying to get a hold of. <clears throat> Excuse me, Matt Wagner over at the uh, Driftless Angler. A little busy in the shop right now this morning, so, hey, totally get that. That's, uh, what would you rather do, make some money or talk to me? So, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, kind of a kind of a, a no-brainer there, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyhow, so, I'll, I'm going to we'll chat a little bit here, and then uh, I'll see if I can get him back on here in a little bit. Uh, to, uh, again, talk a little bit about some fall trout fishing here in the area. But uh, um, I, I mentioned during the, the, the fishing report here this morning that uh, the musk, or not musky bite, the northern bite is starting to uh, uh, to pick up here. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, I was saying, you know, some of those catfish are, are good sized. Um, these aren't bad either. It's some decent sized, uh, decent sized northerns out there. 
certainly, uh, you know, they're fun to catch. A little bit of work, but eh, they're fun to catch. You know, because, you know, and as you can guess, you know, when you know you hook a fish that thinks it's sort of the top dog on the water there, doesn't really appreciate the fact that uh, <clears throat> finding out that, that he's wrong when you start reeling in the lure of yours that he's just kind of chopped on there. So um, certainly of all the, the game fish that, that I've caught around here, um, northerns are the ones, boy, just have a uh, healthy bit of respect for anyway. Um, I've you know. They've got really nasty, sharp teeth. Most fish do, but these guys really... Uh, and I, they, You kind of just mix them in with that sort of mean disposition they have. and You know, they're not a gentle... You know, a bluegill. If you think, you know, it's like, you know, how menacing is a bluegill looking? You know, not, not really. You look at a northern, you look at those teeth. Yeah, and you just kind of, it's like, okay... Not gonna mess with you, <laughs> you know? so yeah, it's uh, um, not a lot of fun to uh, try to get that lure out sometimes. <clears throat> but of course, uh, you you got to get the lure there in the first place. So um, plenty. Like I, I was talking just briefly anyway during the the fishing report here. You know, uh, talk a little bit now, a little bit more in depth in terms of uh, you know finding out where you can find them uh, this time of year and, you know, how to catch them, of course. Uh, I'm going to back up just a little bit here and go back to, to June and July when, of course, the sun is high and the temperature is hot and the water temperatures are, you know, in the upper 70s or 80s. You know, northerns have, have gone deep, you know, looking out, looking for cooler water to be comfortable in, as are the bait fish, of course. Um, they're not maybe as active as much and, you know, of course, a little bit harder to catch. Now, you know, we skip ahead to a few months here. We're in the latter part of September. We're going to get into October. And, uh, you know, the water temperature is starting to come down uh, a little bit. And uh, certainly it's come down from what it was uh, during the hot part of summer anyway. And, you know, I'm sad to say it's not going to be too much longer. Yeah, winter is, uh, we can't do much to stop it. It's coming. So, um, you know, for the northerns and, of course, the other fish as well, you know, the Time to, to stock up for the cold. And, uh, you know, northerns are coming back out of the deep and uh, back up into the, the shallower areas just to uh, uh, to start to feed and take whatever they want in terms of uh, in food, whether it's, you know, small bluegills or small walleyes, you know, what have you. Um, so that's kind of the, the place to, to think about uh, where to begin your hunt. Uh, northerns and uh, they're like, they're ambush fish, you know, so look for places where there, you know, are some decent weeds yet. Um, you know, and just look for those places where there's those little gaps, those little holes, those weed lines, places where they can lay up and, uh, and work that, uh, you know, and, and that's where you're thinking about working that lure anyway, you know, um, and you can use a lot of different style baits. One of the things that, that, always think is kind of fun to use um tend to break it out this i i don't use it a lot during the course of the year and um this is the time of year when i you, you, i don't know why i just you get stuck in your ways of course and then you just go to things when uh when it gets to be that time of year you know whether it's spring or summer or fall of course and, and this time of year you know just pulling out a a, a classic uh you know just a classic spoon um you know, even if you've only got a couple in your tackle box, eh, go with the red and white stripe one. You know, that that sort of dare, that classic daredevil pattern. Um, or you go with that yellow five of diamonds pattern as well. You know, maybe we, you know, either way, you're going to get some contrast in that bright and that you know, the yellow is going to stand out. That white's going to stand out. Uh, you know, especially with right now anyway, we're dealing with uh, a lot of. A higher water and B dirtier water, um, you know. And even though those those patterns have been around for years and years and years, hey, they still work. You know, um, get that for for whatever reason that that wobble and flutter action that that uh, lure kicks out 
always seems to to draw in fish to bite. Um, unfortunately, with those, uh, and you can find them weedless, of course, but um, set them up that way. But even still, it's you know they do have a ten, you know have a tendency to pull in a lot of weeds and. So if if you want to switch to something a little, you know, maybe a little easier or a little different anyway, uh, something to kind of get above those weeds, um, always try uh, a spinnerbait, um, inline spinnerbait. Advantage here is being able to run that spinner at, at various speeds uh, until you find the right one that the fish are really, you know, in the mood for. Um you know, you still got the possibility of hooking up a lot of plants with that uh, with that treble. Um, one option to consider, anyway, is uh, a larger spinner bait that's you know often used for bass. Um, and there are several advantages to that. One is the fact that there's you know only a single hook to bite down on. Um, you're less likely to get caught up in the weeds with a single hook. Also, too, you know you can add a trailer hook, you know, tipped with your choice of bait, artificial, live, whatever. Uh, plastic, what have you, uh, to shook up to to hook up any uh, you know short hitters, um, and and lastly too, um, you know again the advantage of of having a spinner is is that you've got a little bit more speed control versus uh, with a spinner versus a spoon, um, you know, and that's and that's what I've used uh, anyway uh, to have success was uh, was the spinners. Um, you know, didn't have a trailer on or anything like that, but, you know, the northern just came up and bit down on that uh, big old black spinnerbait. Um, another option for you, too, of course, uh, match the hatch, if you will. Crankbaits, uh, great option. Um, and these are all, you know, it's all, I, I'm just because I'm I'm not doing these in any particular order, just so you know here, I just, it's, I got to start somewhere and work my way down the list. So, uh, anyhow, uh, like I said, crankbait's a great option. Keep in mind that the uh, the bigger the crank, the better the odds of catching a bigger fish. Of course, um, of course, you know, northerns aren't going to chase down a, a tiny morsel when they can have the buffet, if you will. So, uh, think about a little larger lure size, you know? and then once uh, once you've made your choice, cast it out and retrieve the lure over the tops of plants. Um, northerns, like I said, are going to be lying in wait or just cruising along the tops as well, looking for, uh, for something to pop up for a meal. And, and of course, you know, the action of that spoon or spinner bait blade, um, really can draw in the fish. Um, and, and certainly that, uh, wobble and flutter of the, the crank bait as well. Uh, that's going to generate some noise that, uh, will bring in the fish as well. And, and I, I think right now, anyway, if, was doing it today that would certainly be something i would want to consider would be uh something that's going to you know make some noise excuse me here um that's going to help draw in those fish especially with the you know with this stained water that we've got right now um another option uh to consider if you want to cover a large ground or a large amount of ground quickly or quicker anyway is uh, is just trolling you know um and any any of the lures can be trolled or back trolled in a given area to find these fish um another couple of things to uh, uh, think about as well um to avoid line twist you know make sure your lure especially the spoons and spinners are uh, are connected to your line with some kind of swivel um yeah it, just, it seems kind of obvious but you know for some folks that Maybe you haven't done this before. That's kind of why I'm throwing that out there. Just a little, hey, reminder. Um, you know, then make sure if you want, um, you don't have to. A good braid will do the trick. Uh, I've got in my notes here wire swivel or a, or a wire leader anyway. Um, you don't have to really mess with it. You know, if you've got uh, um, some of these super lines are darn near just about as tough. So, you know, a little a little liter of that uh, can also do the trick as well. Cause like I said, <laughs> go back to that teeth thing and <laughs> yeah, um, they will, uh, 
they will bite a line in 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 half pretty darn quick. Uh, your your plain old monofilament, and, uh, that's going to be a bit of a challenge. So, of course, uh, once you do get them in, you know whatever you do, keep your hands out of his mouth. <laughs> you know that's that's where a good uh, a good player's hook removal tool, what have you. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's going to be kind of important. So, uh, you're going to make sure, make sure you got that handy, you get a nice little forceps or something like that, that you can, uh, use to get that, uh, to get that lure out. Um, you just do not want to, uh, be messing with a big floppy fish and hooks. It's just not a good combination, uh, when you get your hands in the mix there. So, but, uh, you know, and, and the other thing too is, you know, uh, and if you're going to do that too, you know, make sure you get a good hold on the fish by grabbing it behind the gills. Just you know, being gentle, not to damage the gills. Um, as I said, reach in and just uh, with that pliers and and get the lure out. And then if it's a oh heck, even if it's not, get a couple pictures with your phone or something like that, and then get that fish back into the water. Um, if you uh, if you like and. Head on to the next uh, next spot to uh, to catch your fish. So, anyhow, uh, it is, uh, and again, that's just uh, you know, and, and like I said, the northern bite is is going to continue to to start to pick up here. We're really starting to get into that uh, that time of year where uh, where the northerns are, are really going to start to be more aggressive, especially as this water temperature starts to drop, and hopefully the water levels start to drop. Um, you know, they're going to be. Continue to be more and more aggressive, really, up until uh, up until first ice. So, um, if you're looking for a, a fun, and, and don't be surprised too if you if you're doing some late season bad, bass fishing too, that uh, you know a lot of the same lures that the bass guys use. And I'm sure if you talk to any bass fisherman, it's like, yeah, I've caught my share of northerns in the day here. So, um, kind of the same the same lures as well, although. Uh, Big difference between a largemouth and a, or a northern, so no doubt about it. Hey, it is uh, 8.40. I'm going to take a short break and uh, see if we get Matt Wagner from the Driftless Angler on here in just a moment, and we'll be back with more WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking can my old boat and motor get me there here's a solution for that a new bennington pontoon that's powered by a new yamaha four-stroke outboard available at powerhouse marine not only will this provide you with a way to get you to the hot spot but you can also enjoy the day on the river with your family doing some great sightseeing or if you're more a fishing boat kind of guy how about a new low fishing boat with a yamaha outboard a new low boat is great for not only fishing but also pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in this area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Plus, to help you find your own hot spots, check the different Hummingbird Helix fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hot spot. WKTYO Doors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. What looks better, blue shirt or green? Ooh, your fancy shirts. You taking me on a date? Darn tootin' to Roscoe's Live Bait. What? It's a special occasion. Gotta tell them how you caught more fish than me. Their advice paid off, and uh, I need to stock up on a few things that fell in the water. You mean that you kicked in the water? Moral of the story, not only is she better looking, but she catches more fish than you. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. Midwest Family, helping your business thrive with integrated marketing solutions. Putting you top of mind, get your sales growth in motion with Midwest Family. Midwest Family. Midwest Family. 
No, we're not just for radio. We are a lot more than radio these days. We are different new social media and digital media. We're campaign strategists. We have events. We have digital solutions for your internet marketing. It can be super confusing. Well, there's some science involved. And you're running your business. We can help you running your marketing. We want to discuss your business from top to bottom, not simply your advertising. The world has changed. And it's going to change again tomorrow. We can help your business grow at the rate that you want it to grow. We know what it takes to make a local business successful. There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it is so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask. Systematic solution KTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Cody Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And, uh, well, looks like we're going to have to maybe uh, get Matt on another day. We've still got some time left to go in the uh, trout fishing season, so we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get Matt on here uh, uh, at a later date here. But, uh, um yeah, getting out there. And actually, if you, you you do want to do a little uh, fishing this weekend anyway, it's uh, um, probably not a bad morning to get, you know, before the rain hits and everything like that. But uh, um, those streams really if, uh, surprisingly clean up or clear up, you know, once the, the water goes down anyway. You know, they'll get muddy with the rain, but uh, they clear up pretty quick. So just be careful. Um I just was looking at uh, the Driftless Angler, the, the reports here anyway. Um, just be careful, especially if you're, you know, heading to a stream or something, you know, with the, the banks and uh, things like that, especially uh, if you can't really see down the bank. Um, you know, it, there's a lot of times that those uh, those banks will get, especially when that water gets flowing through, really flowing through there with the flooding and high water and everything. It'll undercut those banks in a lot of places, and uh, um, you can't tell necessarily what you're standing on. Um, and, uh, and and of course, too, if it's uh, you know a little muddy, a little slippery, um, the ground is, uh, as Matt says in his report here anyway, the ground's pretty saturated, so it'll uh, it'll be a little muddy out there. So just uh, just be careful when you're you're headed to those streams, especially uh, like I said. Some of those places where you know you get the bends in the, the stream and things like that, it just it gets undercut and you can't tell, and that's uh, not necessarily a uh, a good thing. But again, you know, uh, at least until we get a little more rain, anyway, streams are starting to clear up a little bit. Um, certainly, uh, looking for uh, subsurface fishing. Um, like I said, looking at the report here anyway, uh, fishing scuds, leeches, worm patterns, and pink squirrels uh, is working well right now. You know, I think there's just that little pop of color um, can uh, can be very helpful for uh, for fish keying in on on some of those lures. And certainly, uh, um, you know, you get like a San Juan worm pattern. You get that red, sort of that bright red uh, pattern, and of course the uh, the pink squirrel uh, is going to be. Uh, and, you know, you get that little pop of pink in there that will uh, definitely uh, definitely attract a fish. So give those uh, those a try. And again, you know, like I said, just be uh, just be careful um, if you're uh, you're headed out there. And like I said, sliding out. I, I, not necessarily in in with these. I'm just a klutz anyway. But <laughs> I've I've slipped down my share of banks. Uh, over the years and it's always kind of awkward, especially when you're wearing waders and it just, you know, and especially when it's like this, if it's a little wet, mm, yeah. So 
But you get the idea. Be careful. Get on out there, too. And, and of course, a lot of folks are, are going to be out this uh, uh, weekend as well. Uh, Minnesota's regular waterfall season opens today. Um, and wildlife managers say duck hunting is expected to be uh, pretty good as uh, hunters get on out there. Um, looking at a, a story here from the, uh, from the DNR, uh, waterfall specialist Steve Quartz uh, says biologists continue to see favorable counts of breeding ducks in Minnesota and other parts of North America. Um, and uh, this information anyway, uh, from this past spring, biologists estimated the total breeding duck population in Minnesota at 14% above the long-term average, long-term average and nearly identical to last year's estimate of uh, just under 700,000 ducks. Uh, and the estimated number of wetlands was 19% higher than last year and 23% above the long-term average, uh, reflecting a wet year. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Been there, we know that. Uh, the uh, One thing, though, uh, the spring estimate for Canada geese was down 32% from last year, um, but reproduction uh, this spring and summer were good, so there are plenty of geese around for hunters, and certainly I'm seeing a lot more uh, around the area here is, uh, it's just like you turn, it's like up oh, time for waterfall hunting. Boom. And you start to see lots of geese and lots of ducks flying around. And so that's, uh, that's good news. Again, uh, be careful if you're, uh, you're headed out there. So a couple of other, uh, let's see here. A couple of other, uh, Bits of news here. Um, there we go here. Uh, this one, yeah, we'll keep with the trout theme here. Um, it, it, this one's from California, uh, though. Um, although it's, if you've ever seen one of these uh, uh, fish, they're, they're neat-looking fish. Uh, for the first time in nearly a century, a California trout species will swim in a mountain creek that it is its native habitat, a milestone that conservationists hope will lead to a thriving population and removal of its threatened status. About 30 Paiute cutthroat trout were plucked Wednesday from Coyote Valley Creek in the eastern Sierra Nevadas and hauled in cans strapped to pack mules about two miles um, into Long Valley. Uh, State and federal researchers will be on hand as the fish are dumped into a stretch of Silver King Creek at around 8,000 feet elevation. I can't, you know, it, this is just a, a story, written words or whatever, but I'm just, you know, trying to picture that. I mean, doesn't that sound just, you know, beautiful? But uh, but anyway, these fish were brought to uh, that creek where uh, the shimmering species glided through the cold water for thousands of years before starting to disappear in the 1920s. Uh, the homecoming is a culmination of decades of restoration and conservation work, so... But doesn't that, I mean, just, it's like, okay, we got this, the mountains. Mm, yeah. And, uh, that, 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 that sounds like a, uh, a neat place to visit and perhaps get a, uh, not necessarily for these fish, but, uh, do a little fishing sightseeing. That does, uh, that does sound like a, uh, a fun place to visit. No doubt about it. Uh, I'm going to take a uh, short break and then come back with uh, with more of WKTY Outdoors as we continue here this Saturday morning on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. What looks better, blue shirt or green? Ooh, your fancy shirts. You taking me on a date? Darn tootin' to Roscoe's Live Bait. What? It's a special occasion. Gotta tell them how you caught more fish than me. Their advice paid off, and uh, I need to stock up on a few things that fell in the water. You mean that you kicked in the water? Moral of the story, not only is she better looking, but she catches more fish than you. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. 
A boot sale so big, it needs explosions. It's the American Marine end of season sale. They caught inventory from two dealers who close and slash prices. Shop over 50 boats from three dealers. Save six grand on a 20-foot tri-tune with a 115 engine. Just 28.9. Save over five grand on select one fishing boats. Buy new and American Marine will wrap, winterize, and store your boat this winter free. The end of season sale going on now at American Marine. Dark beers, light beers, fast beers, stouts, porters, and so many more. Craft Beer Night at Oktoberfest is back thanks to Midwest Family. General admission and VIP tickets get you access to over 40 different breweries and include your four-day fest admission. Plus, the VIP tickets get you into the Sam Adams VIP tent for exclusive beers and food. Get your tickets now at the Fest office or online at OktoberfestUSA.com. That's Oktoberfest with a K. With a K. The perfect way to kick off Oktoberfest. Craft Beer Night from Midwest Family. WKTY is your source for high school sports, covering more than 100 local contests each year. And each year we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far, we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley region, consider patronizing these fine sponsors. ABC Auto Body, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Fossum Funeral Home, Kratt Lumber, Mystery Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washout Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzzi Lumber, Begnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, Costrude and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax, Brandon Kane, Hiller Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Played Again Sports. The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. Honoring outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And certainly want to uh, thank our also uh, our other sponsors as well, Powerhouse Marine, for the uh, the hotspot report here this morning, and uh, Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma for the conditions report, which uh, is kind of, you know, water's up a little bit, water temperatures are still pretty decent, and uh, got some good places to, uh, to go check out, and... Um, Boy, uh, if I didn't have things to do today, I would, <laughs> I would have a line in the water. I would, I'd be headed up to that uh, Three Lakes area of uh, up by Trempolo there. That uh, go catch me some. I'd probably call my buddy up, and either that or I'd go catch all some nice fish and then then go find him and show him. But <laughs> no, it's uh, that's a a fun place to. Uh, a fun place to go fishing, and um, yeah, I've you know, and uh, been there a few times this summer already, and and yeah, yeah, you got to sort through, but some of those smaller ones, but boy, I tell you what, if you mess and you know, find your way into some larger bluegills, man, that is just a just a fun time, and uh, again, this is getting to be that time of year where those large fish are really going to be start uh, really start to be more aggressive and. Um, Gobble up that that worm for you, and mm, that does sound like. Uh, I, I'm just thinking it was like, okay, the end result here is uh, catching some nice fish, and then uh, picking up a little coleslaw, you know, some baked potato, uh, and some bluegill fillets. Yeah, that uh, I think that uh, that sounds like a uh, a fine plan. <laughs> so hopefully you'll get a chance to maybe do something like that this weekend. That would be. Uh, that would be great. Love to see you. Uh, love to see you out there. And uh, uh, before I wrap things up here, anyway, uh, again, you know, one of the focuses on the show is, of course, making sure that talk about tomorrow and the future and getting young people involved and in the sports, uh, outdoor activities. I should say, whether it's you know hunting, fishing, what have you, just uh, just getting them out there. Uh, and, and I came across this that uh, uh, Minnesota is uh, having their inaugural youth deer season on October seventeenth. 
uh, starting anyway, it's a Thursday, October 17th and, and goes through the 20th. Um, it's uh, a great way to for mentors to share hunting knowledge and traditions with youth ages 10 to 17. Um, it coincides with a lot of state teacher workshops. So many Minnesota students don't have school during that uh, the youth season's first two days anyway. So um, it began in 2004 in northwestern Minnesota. Now, it, and over the years, it expanded to more and more areas, and now it's statewide. So they uh, have an opportunity to get on out there and try the uh, try the sport of deer hunting. Um, and certainly, uh, middle of October, temperatures a little warmer than during regular November uh, firearm deer season. Snow has yet to settle in, hopefully. Uh, and deer are moving more during daylight hours, so it gives a gives the kids a, a little bit better opportunity anyway. And to participate, you've got to be, uh, the youth have to be between 10 and 17 and have a deer license. Uh, an adult parent, guardian, or mentor must accompany the youth um, ages 10 to 13. Uh, all youth hunters and mentors, you know, follow the, the proper clothing requirements. Um, adults may not hunt unless they are in an area open during the early antlerless season. And if... Uh, you want more information on that? You can go to the Minnesota DNR website, the uh, Youth Deer Hunting page, and it will uh, give you all the particulars. Okay, uh, I got to wrap things up here. It's uh, eight fifty nine. Got to wrap things up for this Saturday. I appreciate uh, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much, and uh, th- certainly thanks to uh, our sponsors, Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com, and the folks over at Powerhouse Marine, and certainly. Don up at Roscoe's Bait and Toma. Appreciate the appreciate you sponsoring the program. We'll do it again next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. So until then, if you're headed out, make it a safe weekend. Have some fun. Hopefully, uh, catch a few fish, and uh, we'll see you next Saturday on WKTY. And don't forget too the opportunity to take the kids along as well and teach them the joys of the outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Western Wisconsin Sports Leader. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.